Whether you like to whack off, or smoke a lot, or comfort eat in the couch, or not even putting your cell phone down for five hours straight, whatever it is, it's a habit that you shouldn't be participating in. It might be an addiction, it might be a problem for you. If you're having this problem, then there's a lot of solutions out there to fix that problem. And in this episode, we will dive into some of them. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. How can ordinary people achieve the extraordinary? How can we manifest our dream reality? How can our thoughts interact with physical matter? Those are just some of the questions, and this podcast will explore the answers. By diving deep into human potential, exploring new sciences, and demystifying the mystical. I was myself the ultimate screw-up. I had four million dollars in debt. I spent three years in prison. I lost my family to deportation. Yet today, I live the dream life. My name is Tor, and this is to shift. Good evening. Well, it was my evening. I don't know what it is at your place, but here we're closing in on bedtime. I just came off a very interesting call. And uh, it gave me one of those epiphanies. Get ready for this epiphany. Tomorrow I'm going to have... I'm going to have the most amazing day and I'm going to give you something amazing too. Trust me, tomorrow is going to be epic. But today I learned about addictions. Yes, dear listener, addictions. We all have them. There's no denying that. Some people like to wank the, wank the onion, as I like to say. Masturbate the shit out of that thing. And some people like to smoke, right? I'm, I'm doing that right now. I'm quitting smoking. And it dawned on me. That this is not a easy thing to put up on the shelf, right? It's not an easy thing to stop something that is so ingrained in you that you are doing it on automatic. And I gain a very powerful insight. We talked and all of a sudden a certain topic was brought up. Screen time. Screen time, man. I'm talking about this all the time with my kids. We have these set hours of the day with the screen, but that is like TV, right? The fucking cell phone is insane. Now, the social media platforms, they are releasing all of these dopamine chemicals in your brain every time you see that notification, right? If you hear that thing going off on your phone, and that specific tone too, right, to Facebook, when you hear that, your reticular activating system and your amygdala vibrates and you have to check it. The dopamine is too strong, right? This is a powerful association that people can't just stop doing. And I've been limited to a few habits, a few uh, addictions that I really didn't think about before. I would say before I was completely addicted to porn. Like I was, I was a champion like, I was a champion when it came to technique, to speed. If I just needed to get one off in the fucking uh, bathroom at work, holy crap, I was fucking awesome. It wasn't like I, did, I didn't realize that this was a problem. And I think that's the problem with most people, right? 
And that is also the thing. You don't really realize anywho until you're aware of the problem. You have to see that you have the problem. And when you have gone through that yourself, you're more equipped to see that problem in others, in the way they talk, in the way they make excuses for themselves, in the way they kind of make these rational decisions into how they can use that addiction more, right? Like, I quit porn, but I was still smoking, like, a lot. And I smoked every single day. Like, I smoked a packet a day, basically. And I stopped. For eight months, I kept it off. And then I started again because of cannabis. Because, yeah, it's stupid that I needed tobacco for that shit. The thing is, I got back on the cigarette. And in the beginning, it was fucking hard. Like, it was like chain smoking. Today, I have more control. Like, now I'm aware. It's back, right? So now I know, okay, let's just start this from the beginning. You take one in the morning, you take maybe one in the afternoon, and one in the evening, and you try to just keep that. If it's hard in the in the middle, get that temptation out of the way, right? Take a gum or something, do something with your brain, and think, or read a book, or whatever. It Something to take your mind off that shit, right? And then just try to do that through those intervals, and then maybe one day you're feeling crazy, and you do, the, do it from the morning and until the evening, right? All of a sudden, you're just doing it in the evening, and all of a sudden, it's no problem to stop it because you're not chemically addicted to it anymore. That's the thing. The uncomfortable stage is not forever. So you gain control, a certain amount of control, if you get back on the horse, because then you know what you can do, you see the problem, and you can actually start to fix it, right? And then you can just do the same thing again. Every day is going to be different. There's not one size fits all. You have to do it like in increments, one brick at a time, 1% every time, right? You can't fucking expect to run a marathon right out, right out of the gate. You can't, you can't start jogging and think that you're going to run a fucking five-mile marathon. It doesn't work like that. So being gentle with yourself, being kind, accepting, knowing that this is a thing, we know that this is a problem, we're going to figure out a solution to fix it. And there's so many solutions, man. All of these things is basically just frameworks in the head and just applied to different problem. For instance, when you have these thoughts and you are aware, meditation would help you to gain control over those thoughts. And certain techniques will make you aware of the thought and just eradicate it completely, which is freaking amazing. So there's also always a solution, but I was focused, as I said, on the cigarette. Because that is my current thing. I stopped biting my nails after 30 years, and that gave me that that state of mind. I was like, that was not really hard. I didn't think about doing that for last week or whatever. And then we had a phone. It was reintroduced to me today as a serious problem. And we were talking about it and we were going in deep and it is such a certain, it's such a problem that I think it's so much more widespread than I realized. I knew it was a problem. I just didn't know how much of an addiction it really is. It's like when the same feeling you get if you're overweight and you have put a target on a certain date or whatever and you're supposed to get to that weight. You're supposed to drop like two pounds or five pounds or whatever. And then when you get there, you see that you're not there, right? You're off. And you get depressed and you get you feel bad for letting yourself down. 
And then you go back to the habits that got you there by comfort eating or by sitting in the couch and just, yeah, just going back to the habit. And then it, the pattern repeats itself. So it's so fucking important to have these constructive validations, these, these small milestones that you can conquer and feel good about yourself, even though it's small. Doesn't matter. Small is better than nothing, right? 20% of something is better than 100% of nothing. So just do a little bit and a little bit. And the shame, the bad feelings people get when they see that weight is the same thing when it comes to screen time on the phone. Some people have so many, so many hours of screen time that when they see that and they get aware of how much they really spent that day on the phone, they feel ashamed. Like, this is not what I wanted. I, I need to get control over this. This is a serious problem now, right? And that's when you're aware, man. That's when you know you have the problem. For most people, that's not the case. You don't know what you don't know, right? It's the four levels of learning all over again. If you don't know what you don't know, then how the fuck are you going to fix it? If you know that you don't know, then you can figure out some way to fix it. And if you know that you know, then you're actively trying to fix it. And after a while, you get to second nature. You get to where it's just programmed in your fucking psychology. In your neurology. When, you, when it's a part of you, you identify with it. It's not something that you stopped. It's just this is the new you. You can't say, I'm going to be a thinner person. Because by then you've already acknowledged that you have the problem. That you are overweight and you need to be thinner. Right? No, 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 no. You are a person who is fit. You are a person who doesn't spend your time on the phone. You are a non-smoker. You don't need the smoke. Right? You are not the problem. You are the solution. You are what you want to become. Don't focus on the past. Fuck. I was... Oh, I'm still stuck there. I told you about this like a few, a few episodes ago. Where... The fact that I still take my pills means that I'm stuck in the fucking past. But I'm stuck with a catch-22 because if they are correct, then I will die when I stop the medication. And there's like a 50% chance that if I stop, then that's just the new me. And that I magically quantum... I, I remove the problem and turn it back into the quantum space, right? Now that is science fiction almost. That is the, this new era where we are still developing and what I am still devoting so much time into to know exactly how to do this. So that is what I'm doing right now. I'm going into the fucking quantum field to remove a physical manifestation of a disease that I had back in 2005. Fuck that shit. But you know, that's the thing. You can't be identifying with the labels given to you in the past because you're not that person anymore. Every single day, every second, you change. If you feel like you have to identify with your past, then you are stuck. If you know that every fucking single second is the space of eternal now, you have every fucking possibility, every fucking single second of the day. You can just make a constructive, conscious thought that takes you in another direction and your future changes forever. It depends on what you do what thoughts you have, what you say, what you think about yourself, your self-talk, right? All of these things. 
I will do that thing that I really want to do, but I will do it after I've done something else, right? What would happen if you just did it right there and then? What would happen if you were spontaneous, right? A good example for that for me right now is that in 2018 or 19 or whatever, I was a actor. I was an extra on a Viking show on Netflix, which was a fucking cool thing, right? I was still, I, I had 0 0.7 seconds of screen time, but that didn't matter. The fucking, also my legs are in there for quite some time too. Beautiful legs. I, I have to tell you that story because lying in the fucking mud for four hours while you were cold and mosquitoes were eating you and you were listening to bad actors, that was a fucking experience in itself, man. That was interesting. But still, after that experience, I come home and I feel invigorated because I've done something that I normally don't do. I actually ate a little bit back at fast food restaurants back then, like McDonald's. I, I have boycott, boyc boycotted. <laughs> what the hell? I've boycotted the entire chain of fast food in general. Like, fucking hell, have you seen where those, what the process is for that food? Let's not go into that right now. Thing I, is, I stopped. Last time I was at McDonald's and I just come down from a Viking battle that was epic and everyone died. And people were walking around cut, chopping dicks off. Not even shitting you. They chopped their penises off and they have this on Norwegian television. That's just what we do up here in North. So I was still full of blood in the face. I still, I wore wearing my, um, I was wearing my normal clothes, clothes, but as I stopped in the drive-thru, I figured, you know, it was kind of fun to be an actor. So I started to tape that shit and I went into a different character and I p turned my pitch up and I changed my accent. And as I got over there, I was like, so thanks. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I was so hungry. Right. Trying to keep it as as mellow and as normal as possible with that ridiculous voice and trying to just be normal even though it looked like someone had just smashed my face in with a sledgehammer because I was bleeding all over the place. Dude, the cashier didn't even flinch. He didn't even give me a weird look. That's when it dawned on me that holy crap, fucking McDonald drive through that's the ghetto. That's where shit happened. I mean, if he didn't react to that, what the fuck has, has that dude seen? That was insane. It kind of stuck with me. And I even have that on tape. I'm so fucking glad I taped that. So, yes. Back from the tangent. Like, when I was, was up there and I was in this thing, I was put into the system. People noticed me. I, I I was I made friends up there. I know uh, the um, the lead singer of a co band called uh, North Wind, Nuravin, I think. Folk, the people of the north, whatever. It's a medieval like folk band. I met a lot of cool people. Some people I've only seen on TV, right? It was a pretty cool experience. And then a few days ago, shh, this is confidential information, kind of, because I didn't want to share. I don't know why I didn't want to share this because. I have no idea. Okay, so I want to share this with you, you few people who listen to this right now. And then when when there's more people listening and maybe one of those people from the actual recording day, then we're probably done with the recording. I'm not, yeah, okay, I'm not going to disclose anything about the show, but I was, I was invited back to one of those shows. Fucking what I would say is Norway's best show. It's called The Foreigners. And yes, it's a, it's an amazing name, Beforeigners. For fuck's sake, that is fucking art. It's art. So, 
Be Foreigners is about a normal city, Oslo in Norway, and a normal dude from a normal time, our time, and then all of a sudden a fucking Viking woman comes up in the fjord, right? Through a time portal. And then shit happens. This is not just a one-time occurrence. This starts happening from all time periods, right? Fucking cave people are jumping out there. People from the 1800s, Vikings, all of these time periods. And they have to be integrated into society. What? What? Do you have any idea how much Vikings loved Liberty Caps? Well, they make a point of that in the show. And it's amazing. They use moss when they have the period. How amazing is that? Like, I don't know if they did that before. Probably they did that before. And then they have that as authentically as that in the show. So basically, I was called in to be an extra on season two. Yeah, I know. So I filled out the form just like last time. It said like, hey, cool uh, talking to you again. So you were at that show, right? I want to ask you if you want to be, uh, you know, maybe a Viking in this, this other show. I was like, oh my God, this is like law of attraction. This is like hardcore law of attraction. And I filled out the form, I sent it in, and then I received a new email today. You know, we would love to see a video of you. Could you send in like an introduction video? And I was just staring at that mail. I was like, oh fuck, is this really happening? What could this lead to? That's what I'm talking about. Every single time you have a thought, every second, every millisecond of the day, you can control your future. You can design your own outcome. You don't identify with the fucking past. You're not that person anymore. You have literally changed. Your cells and your skin has recycled. You're not the person you were a week ago. So why identify with something that is holding you back right now? Right? Focus on a new fucking possibility. Because I said yes to be an extra, because I applied actually, I went in there and I physically applied for the part of an extra. I sent that in, I got the part, I got up there, I did the thing, I came back here, and because of that one thought, I am on my way to season two of Beforeners. Yeah, it would not have happened if I didn't do that one thing, that one second, a few years ago. So you have complete control over every fucking aspect of your life. If you just decide that you will have it. If you want to be something that you're not. If you have dreams to become something. Then learn it. Everyone can pick up a book. We have the entire universe in our fucking pockets these days. Stephen Hawking can be talking to you in two seconds. Have you thought about that? You can download that dude's brain. Einstein. You can go and learn any skill that you want through YouTube. And if you just understand that you are going to have to apply just a little piece every day to evolve within one specific field that you want that supports your dream, then do it. All of a sudden, you see that you actually have the skill to go out and do something that you really want. I know I say that like it sounds easy. It's not going to be. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to develop discipline for this. And there's techniques and stuff to do that. Just start taping yourself for 100 days. That changed my life. I, I just filmed myself every day for 100 days. I developed discipline. I developed creativity. I know how to talk to a fucking camera as if I'm talking to someone else with engagement and excitement. That's a skill. And it didn't come overnight. 
And if you just continue to do it, you can create any fucking future that you want right now. If you have an addiction and you want to get rid of that addiction, you can get rid of that addiction. It's not you. Don't identify with that shit. Cool. That was a good rant. I will just call it here. This was a pretty good episode, I feel like. I feel like I got my thoughts out there. I feel like I had uh, a good vent. This is therapeutic for me, man. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you. Like, a fuck ton. If you knew how much I appreciate you, you would actually feel a little embarrassed. Maybe you would even file a complaint to the police. I don't know. I really fucking appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this. And I hope that you have a fantastically magical day. And you can listen to my voice in the next one. you enjoyed that episode my fellow seeker of truth and awesomeness if you like the podcast the message and the vision that we are working towards be sure to join our facebook group by checking out the fmlproject.com shift that will take you directly to the group where you can stay updated on the show and meet other seekers just like you also if you really want to help the podcast out feel free to head over to itunes and rate it if you love it then you show it if you hate it show that too but tell me what i can do to improve it until next time Remember, the answer is in the questions. Peace.